Hello, I'm Dr. Brian Hulselbuss, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Chiropractor. Ask the Chiropractor is my little podcast that I do where people submit questions about chiropractic care or chiropractic can work for them, or how does chiropractic do this, or how does, should I see a chiropractor for this or that? Because all too often, people make a common mistake of asking a different healthcare provider, say a physical therapist or a medical doctor, who is not a chiropractor. I have always felt like if I have a question about my teeth, I'm gonna ask a dentist, not a podiatrist. So if you have questions about chiropractic, you should ask them here. So recently I was asked the question uh, by a younger patient of mine. Hey, you know, I came in, you started me off with this, I have this ankle, this ankle complaint, I'm feeling a lot better now. What am I supposed to do after we're done with the initial care plan? Basically, what is supportive care? How do you determine supportive care? Now, many people have heard me talk about wellness or supportive care in the past, and I've always talked about the fact that it's basically based on um, basically based on the overall health of your spine. If you have little arthritis in your spine, you have good, healthy spine, you're young, you're not a lot of stress, everything looks pretty good, then we don't need to see you as much as we need to see somebody else with lots of degeneration or someone's been in five or six car accidents or maybe an old professional hockey player, right? Like we take care of the AHL Rockford Ice Hogs. We take care of them as they're playing now so they don't become that old person with aches and pains. So how do we determine your care plan? What are some of the main factors? And I've talked about, it depends if you have a scoliosis, if, you, if your disc spaces are healthy, you can go back and see all those other ones. But what was exciting to me was a new research paper just came out. This was published August 30th, 2023. It's clinical indicators for recommending continued care to patients with neck pain in a chiropractic practice, a cohort study. So basically this was published in Chiropractic and Manual Therapies, article number 33, 2023. So let's talk a little bit about this research paper and what they talked about, what makes it different than other things we've talked about in the past. Well, a lot of the stuff we determine your, your, is for lower back pain. There's been all kinds of studies about lower back pain supportive care. We've had them coming since you know, chiropractic started. You know, what's going on with this lower back pain? How do we take care of it? How long should we see somebody with lower back pain? What kind of a care plan do we give somebody after they no longer have lower back pain to prevent lower back pain from coming back? Why does lower back pain and neck pain come back? Well, I'll tell you why. One is gravity, right? Gravity's always working against us. And two is stress. Stress is always working against us too. And that stress Dr. Palmer talked about back in the old days about thoughts, traumas, and toxins. Maybe how you, what you're eating, the toxins going in your system, maybe the, the stress you're under, mental stress you're under, then obviously everybody understands the physical stress. That's always been easy for chiropractors to really let you know, like the ice hogs over here, right? They have a lot of physical stress from getting clobbered against the boards, but maybe they have more stress, actually physically stressed from traveling city to city in the airplanes on the buses, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the physical stress and everybody understands that. So Dr. Palmer from Palmer College of Chiropractic, right with the school, I uh, talked about the three T's. And those, again, those have always existed. These books were written back in 1895, his original stuff. And today it's 2023, we're still talking about the three T's. So they're always undefeated. So usually what happens when somebody starts care with us, we kind of give them a care plan, help them initially get over what they came in with. We talked a lot about the benefits of chiropractic care, staying adjusted, maintaining it. And they always ask me, well, how often do I come? How much more should I do? Because you see, when you start chiropractic care, most of our patients don't quit their job, start a new lifestyle, change their diet, change everything. They all make better choices. But honestly, most of them don't do a full 100% change of everything they're doing. And so sometimes some supportive care is still needed after the fact. And when we found out that when you determine 
how often someone should come in that they originally came in with neck pain versus lower back pain. There's different determining factors because I've always said when you have lower back pain, you can like lay on your back, put your feet up, trash in your back, give your back a break. Well, if you've ever had neck pain, it doesn't matter what you're doing, sitting, standing, laying down, hanging upside down, it always bothers you. So the neck's a whole different thing compared to lower back. So often chiropractors will determine your lower back pain real simple. Hey, you know, hey, you get a new patient named Tom. Hey, Tom, it looks like you have this back pain if you don't see it about every three weeks. So let's get you in every three weeks and let's stay ahead of it. This way it doesn't come back to bother you. So we determine Tom's back pain, the fact that after about three and a half, four weeks, Tom has back pain. So we're gonna get Tom in three weeks to try to beat it before it comes. And that's our idea. Because again, Tom hasn't like created a huge exercise program or lost a bunch of weight or done a bunch of things he's supposed to do to get in order to help us help him. Kind of like when someone says to Dr. Holstelbus, they gave me this new uh, heart medication. I don't want to take it. What do you recommend I do? I said, I recommend you start exercising a lot, eating a lot better, and think, you know, taking better care of yourself so you earn the right to get off the medicine. You can't just say, I don't want to take it. You have to earn the right to get off of it. So when people say to me, how often do I need to come see you? I said, well, these are all the things you can do to earn the right to stretch our business out longer and longer and longer. But until you're willing to try these things, I'm going to see you more frequent, more frequent, more frequent. Not because I'm trying to get you in a lot, just because that's, because that's the stress you put on yourself. That's the way the gravity pulls on you. So those are the things we talk about. And we do reevaluate these in our patients every about every year or maybe every 18 months. And we say, you know what, I think that you know, you've been doing this, this, and this, and you started this, this, and this. Let's try to go a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, depending on the case. So that's how we do lower back pain. They come in their lower back pain. Uh, they did it, they said they, they did some of, some of you have heard me talk about stabilization exercises because the spinal muscles, you know, they can't consciously control them. They only the reflectatory muscles. So we give you stabilization exercises to make them stronger. If your back's stronger, your back hands will be harder to, to throw out. Hence, you can go along without eating us. So we do those kind of things to try to incorporate that. But when it comes to the neck, it's a different ball game because when the neck happens, if those of you have had severe neck pain, I have. I've had severe neck pain where I couldn't turn my head for a couple days because I injured my neck so bad. We determine that not so much in the frequency of the neck pain. Because like I said, when you're, when you're having acute neck pain, it doesn't matter what you do, your neck hurts. We, talk, we take more of our determining factors how often we need to see you for supportive neck pain based on how bad you were the first day we saw you, like myself. I, I was in a boating incident and I, I got a really bad neck accident afterwards and I couldn't, I could barely move my arms and my neck was locked up, I could barely turn my head and I, I ran right to my father, right? Now luckily for me, I'd always been under chiropractic care. I listened to my podcast two weeks ago, I talked about how I got adjusted right after I was born. So I was able to make a quick, speedy recovery because I'd always been under chiropractic care, but because of the severity of my neck pain, I don't go longer than like two weeks ever without getting my neck checked because of the severity of it. Now, do I need to get adjusted every two weeks? Not always, but I always get checked every two weeks so I make sure of that. So, because mine was very, very severe. Now, somebody comes in, says, you know, when I look up, away, to the right, down, go like this, I feel a little pinch right here. But that's completely different than not being able to turn your head for two weeks. So, we determine the care plan based on the severity of how bad you were when you first came in. And this is another reason why when you're really bad and you're really acute, some people are a little scared to go to the chiropractor right away because they want to wait until it starts to feel a little better before they go. Well, then we don't really get a true sense of how bad you are. And it's harder for us to make the determining factor for your supportive care from that further on. If you go to the chiropractor, you can barely turn your head and you're in too much pain. The chiropractor 
we're trained to is tell you, you know what, let's give us a few days, let's give us some time to get some of the inflammation down, and let's do A, B, and C before we can help you. Not only that, but we know what to tell you what to do on those A, B, C days, right? Like you go home, ice this, go home, put more seed on this, go home and do this, go home and do that. We know how to tell you how to do those things until we feel like you're more ready to get dive into more aggressive chiropractic care. And we also will probably use a more passive technique than our aggressive techniques the days you can barely move. Not only that, but we also know the neck muscles end between your shoulder blades around T5. And a lot of times we can start adjusting that area pretty aggressively right away and start to restore some of the range of motion. So if you're the day you feel like you're in really, really bad neck pain, that's a great day to go with a chiropractor. And if we feel like you're in too much pain and you need to maybe get some other help, we, we can make those calls for you. We're trained on that. We're trained to know when to say when, right? The, the, that other saying. So we know how to get you the help you need when you need extra help. But again, who's the expert on knowing that? We are, that's what we do. That's what we do all day long. So if you have a question like, you know, maybe I'm too acute, maybe I'm too, too bad to go see the chiropractor, the chiropractor will let you know that. And the chiropractor can make the phone calls you need. In our office, if you came in like that, we have friends that are in the other medical realm. We can call them. They know if we're calling, they know it's a serious thing. So if they hear a phone call from us, you're going to get it a lot quicker if you just try to walk in on your own. Because they're like, oh, that girl also was just calling. This person must be bad. They must need me right away. If you try to call on your own, you know, you might have to wait a little while for an appointment. That's how it works in my office. I can't promise your chiropractor has those same relationships. But usually all the chiropractors have a friend on the other side that we can call on when we need them so there you have it determining care plans supportive plans for neck pain and lower back pain lower back pain is going to be more about the frequency of when you have the lower back pain versus neck pain it's going to be about the intensity of the pain on the first visit it's going to determine what we do from that point on and you know, we can definitely reevaluate that from time to time but it seems like the neck when it goes out it's just it's all at once and it seems to replicate itself a lot. So we're going to determine it based on how bad it is, not how frequent it is when it comes to the neck pain. And again, all the other factors I've talked about in the past that are not mentioned in this research paper, like your disc space, your posture, your overall alignment, those all come into play too. Don't get me wrong, but that's the general rule. It's going to be the frequency for lower back pain, how long can you go between visits, and the other one's going to be for the neck, how bad it was when you first came in. I hope that answered the question about how do we follow up with the chiropractor after we start care. Why do we follow up with the chiropractor after we start care? I addressed that too. It's the fact that gravity always wins and the stresses in our life haven't fully gone away yet. So therefore, we still need the same care. The things that brought you in, you're still doing, you're going to happen again unless you're prepared for them. We try to help you stay prepared for them and tell you how to do that. All right, well, if you have a question for me, if you have a question you'd like to see me answer or dive deeper into the topic, go to rockforddc.com. That's R-O-C-K-F-O-R-D-D-C.com. And you'll find my website there. Hit contact us. I'll get that and I'll answer your question. I'm going to put a link to this paper I referenced uh, everywhere I can. I'm going to share this to a lot of different places. Everywhere I can put a link to this paper, I will put a link to the paper so you can read it yourself. Uh, you know me, I, I try to cite and quote everything I talk about. So I'll cite and quote this one. I'll send the link to you to you there too. All right. Well, remember, if you have a question about chiropractic or chiropractic care, the best person and the only person you should ask is a chiropractor. Hope I answered your question. Have a great day and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.